0: Hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters, and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman, and we have a great show for you today. We are here chatting with Amr Fuller uh, with her business, Graced by Greens. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So um, tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do in the Pioneer Valley.
1: Well, I am many things, and I am a wife and a mom and a grandmother and a godmother and a friend to many. So I um, I had a daycare and I technically still have it. However, when the pandemic started, we were mandated to close. And in that time we decided and realized that it wasn't a good time for us to even think about reopening until things settled down. So at first, Um, I asked my grandson who lives in an apartment downstairs in our big house to come up and help me do some juicing each day and help me with the sprouts because I didn't have any of my helpers from the daycare any longer. But I still wanted to keep up with all the good, healthy things that I love to do. So he helped me for a while. And then um, close to May, Mother's Day and my birthday, which sometimes falls on the same day, my daughter, who is a a brilliant woman, um, she realized that for my birthday and Mother's Day, our family should chip in and get me a new website for a business, which would exemplify all the things that I had done over the years, but just in little bits and pieces because I was still running the daycare. So they got a professional photographer and a website and, you know, person, and here I am now running and owning a new business, Grace by Green.
0: Fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's. Um, it's interesting because I remember I've been running my show Energy Matters for, maybe two and a, two years or so. And I remember, um, you know, having caught your name before. And I was early on, and I was like, oh, I'm. I'm not really sure how to interview somebody that doesn't have a website yet. I was kind of so green in, you know, in my own learning process. Um, and then when we made contact again, I saw that you really had a, a great uh, presence, web presence, and um, it. You know, it's. It's interesting to see how other people contextualize all the work that we just do you know whether that's in photos or in just really simple copywriting and it really makes a huge difference to kind of get a full picture about what you know all the offerings that somebody has in, in the wellness world sure yeah yeah so, um, so I know you have a lot of talents, including um, being a Kundalini yoga practitioner, um, a raw food chef, a musician, a gardener, and a health educator. What is a day in the life of Amr like? Well,
1: you know, one thing is that I'm not super, super rigid. I am fairly disciplined, however. So, depending on the workload for the next day might tell me what time I really need to wake up. But for instance, this morning, I was up at 4.30 AM and I started work at five. And that looks like making green juices and green, all green nourishing beverages that I prepare for people and sprouts and including my own, you know, like, my own beverages for the day. I like to set up my things early on, my sprout salad, so that I'm taking care of myself and setting a good example that way, also. And so, and then around, I want to say around 6 30 or 7, I jump in the hot tub with my husband and we relax for a little bit and then we do some yoga and meditation together we chant part of the time and do a silent meditation it's just a beautiful gift that we have that time together and then um i go back to work and finish up whatever orders i have to fulfill this morning by 8 30 my youngest granddaughter daughter who still fits on my back in a backpack came for me to be with her for a while so I popped her on my back when my daughter-in-law left and she helped me finish up the juicing. She loves to be around the blender and the juicer.
0: Oh, that's so cute. How does she and respond? She
1: loves, yeah, she loves to drink the green juices too. So it's it's just awesome. I, I love it. That's really makes my day. So
0: yeah. When,
1: when I was done with that, you know, we, we went outside. It was, it wasn't really raining, but she is such an outdoor girl. And I love to be outside. It's my favorite thing. And we walked and played. And then I pop her in the car and go to the school, local school and pick up her older brother and sister, my other grandkids and bring them home. And I get home around noon. And I don't do that every morning, but um, that was what I did today. And then I came home, had my sprout salad and, took a little nap. I I really try to take a power nap because if I'm getting up at 4.30 and not going to bed till maybe 9.30 or 10, it's a long haul. So I love the power naps. And I also love interval um, lifestyle where you you can push for a while, but then you have to just do something calming or relaxing. Um, some breathing work or yoga or a little nap or take a walk. so so I did that. And then in the afternoon, um, well, I was preparing for my talk with with all of you.
0: Oh, lovely
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and tidying up my kitchen and going in my sprout room and watering and harvesting the sprouts that needed to be cut today and um, getting ready to do a big, you know, sanitized cleansing of that room. So I'm taking all the buckets of soil out and all the buckets of seeds and all of that. So there's never a dull moment here. And then my my granddaughter who lives in the apartment downstairs here with her family, she's five, She she's so cute. She'll call on the phone and order a Grace by Green lunch for herself. Oh. <laughs> like, and they, they call me Nani and she's like, Nani, can I get, a grace by green lunch. They're the best. So I, you know, I I had a an amazing um, raw pizza that I made and she likes that with lots of sprouts and veggies and a little dressing. So yeah, there's always something to do. She loves to be read to and I can't say no to my grandkids. So no matter how busy I am, I'll always sit down on the couch and read her a book or she loves to hear scary stories, so I have to be good at making those
0: up too. Oh yeah, you gotta but- <laughs> you gotta fill the fill the brain with all kinds of nightmares to share with kids. <laughs> they'll eat it up. Um, so is your kind of grace by Green lunch a little bit different every day? Um Is that something that like you kind of have a, a standard lunch menu? myself just well when you're when your little one calls up for the grace by green lunch is that something that you like offer to, to to the world or is that just like a family only special
1: well right now um mostly due to the pandemic and not being able to have too many people coming into my home because we have our bubble pod you know with our family and we're pretty um conscientious about that so I don't offer um, prepared food uh, except when I make an exception. If I have done a coaching session with someone and they're really needing to see what it is that they should be consuming, then I'll make the exception and do some preparation for them, Yeah, but um, not until sometime in the future will I be offering that. You know to the public. So. yeah, I know everybody
0: but, everybody's doing the best they can right now, and we're figuring out things still, but day by day. so you absolutely know, totally understandable. Yeah. and and like you said, it was sort of the evolution. It also prompted a different evolution of your of your practice, your professional practice. Um, so um, you know, that's when the daycare had to shift away, you know, you kind of find something else to to fill that in and find a different way yeah. to to share yeah. your message. So, um, how did your business become known as Graced by Green, and what does the color green represent for you in the sort of world of world yeah. of healing?
1: Well, that's a that's a great question. Um, for many years, I was blessed to have an elder in my life, uh, actually two of them who would come and teach here. They were the real deal, shaman medicine women from the Anishinaabe tradition and grandmother Lillian in in particular, she would do healing here. And if somebody asked her an important question, she would always lie down and take a nap. And she would say, the answer will come to me in my dream time. And I, I started to adopt that a little bit and trust that if I went to sleep, when I woke up, something would be clear to me. So with the name of this business, which I usually find naming things quite challenging, like the name of a book or, the, you know, so I I just asked creator to help me with this one. In the meantime, I would pick words and look up their meanings like vitality or longevity and nothing really felt quite right until I got to graced. And for me, graced just holds so much depth and meaning. It's it's a lot about um, feeling blessed and taken care of. And the earth, Mother Earth, just gives to us. She wants to give and she wants to be taken care of too so she can keep Producing and sustaining life. And when I look outside, for the most part, I connect with the green. There's so much green in nature. And so, Grace by Green just manifested for the name of the business, not only because um, I do prepare and want people to understand the the power of green food for instance um, on the land the vegetation you know that's where we get our sustenance from the land and all the wild greens and the grasses and in the oceans we have the seaweeds, all those sea vegetables which are amazing, Full of minerals and goodness. And then we have in the freshwater, we have the the algaes, the green and the blue-green algaes. And that was the first food on earth, the the mana, the pure, purest. And so it's not only because of these foods that I share, but because in nature, that's, that's what we see that really resonates. And it's that, that radiant energy of the sun that fills these plants and puts the chlorophyll in. And it's that chlorophyll that is so healing. It, it just nourishes our blood and makes us healthy. There was a, a Nobel laureate, Dr. Warburg, who, a, many, many years ago discovered that when you have enough oxygen in your body, you cannot have disease. So there are ways that we can get this green and get this oxygen into our bodies through, for instance, in Kundalini yoga, we have the breath of fire and that quickly puts oxygen into our bloodstream and starts releasing toxins. And then we have different oxygen therapies and hyperbaric chambers and such, but we have the wheat grass, which is chlorophyll rich and all the green sprouts and green leafy vegetables that, that really sustain us and keep us from getting disease. And it's, it's amazing. It's, it's there for us if we have that education and that inspiration to take from nature what we need, but to also reciprocate, reciprocate in kind and take care of the earth and be good to, to her so that this can keep going and we can all feel healthier and have a cleaner environment.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's so interesting, because I feel like, um, you know, right before the interview started, I saw something posted online that was like, there's a toxic chemical that's basically a shelf stabilizer, and it's in Cheez-Its, and all these processed foods that everybody eats on a you know, regular basis. And, you know, it's like, of course, the stuff is in here. I, it's, it's not a surprise, but it's, here's another study that's being blasted that like, here's toxins, but it's we still have so much of a, um, an affinity to, towards eating these things that are wrapped in plastic and quick grab and go. And that give us these, you know, kind of immediate satisfaction boosts, but they're cause we have this kind of intellectual disconnect that, you know, this stuff is going to make us feel good. But it's actually we're just pumping our body with all kinds of gross things that aren't regulated. Absolutely. And it's well, like, put, our medicine is right here.
1: <laughs> they put things, you know, chemicals in the in those foods to addict you. And sugar is one of the most addictive things you can consume more so than heroin. It's it's scientifically proven and people don't really have that awareness because they don't care. They're addicted and they just go for it. They just keep going for it until something, something gets said or they might read something or hear something and or f- not feel good.
0: And, yeah, or sometimes it's a health crisis. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's all kinds of reasons. Um, so... You know, how, how did you, um, you know, I know that you kind of, um, in, your, in one of your recent newsletters, you kind of write about uh, this sort of formula for health, which is vitality equals power minus obstruction. So yeah. I'm going to read that one more time. So this formula for health you describe as vitality is equal to power minus obstruction. Can you tell us a little bit about what you mean by that? Sure. Well,
1: I didn't create this formula. Professor... Arnold Ehret, he was one of the first um, people to get on the health bandwagon and teach about fasting. And he had a book called The Mucusless Diet System. He was the one that I learned this formula from. I read about it years ago, but I, I, I love it. It's simple we know what vitality is when we feel great and our energy is up and we're just in harmony and in sync with all good things. And we just have that vital energy. That's amazing. And that's great. And we should all feel like that as much as possible, like a little child who just gets up and runs, you know? So, and That is where we have, where our power is in those things that we do, that we cultivate to get to that good energy, that high frequency living energy is attained by making good choices. So we wake up in the morning and instead of Maybe drinking a high caffeinated beverage, we get a shot of wheatgrass. Instead of pushing, pushing, pushing all day at a stressful job, maybe we can figure out a way to do work that we're feeling passionate about and authentically can really resonate with. Maybe we can take a few more breaks and go out and walk around the block or do some breathing or drink green juice, something to break up and not keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And so when we make the good choices, that's our, our power. And the obstructions are When we're not making good choices and we choose to do something that diminishes and just takes away our good energy, our good health, our vibrancy, Um, eating those sugary foods, eating, overeating, not getting a good night's sleep, not going outside and being in nature for a good part of every day not getting enough sunshine. So when we do those good things, you know, it's the, we don't have those obstructions and we have the full power and that equals vitality.
0: Mm. You know, it's like, as I'm hearing you kind of talk about all this stuff, it's like very common sense, but I, I know people don't live anywhere near that sometimes, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah.
1: And drinking lots of water. <laughs> I tell people, you know, everybody has a cell phone these days. Set your your alarm, set an app for, to ring every hour and just drink eight ounces of water. You'll feel so much better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. um You know, of course, it's springtime. It's the weather finally changed. We just, you know, had our little equinox. It felt so good. Um, Can you, you know, and of course, it's the spring is the season of cleansing. And what is your favorite way of cleansing? Well,
1: i I've been mentioning to folks that I think that this um, tote that I created is my best invention because um, cleansing is so important and not everybody is ready to just do a water fast or even mostly water with some green juice. But this this is a day of liquid nourishment and it it starts with, um, um, excuse me, It starts with a morning beverage. I call it the lemon ginger blast. And it has fresh juiced lemon, lemon, fresh juiced ginger. It has maca, which is um, a powder from a root. It's a, it's an Aztec root that gives you a lot of endurance. It's an amazing food. It has a lot of really good value to it and it has a little bit of cayenne in it and and also a little bit of stevia so it has no real sugar in it and it um it tastes great and it just is such a great just like it says blast it just is a good pick-me-up for the beginning of the day and a lot of A lot of people are taught to drink water with lemon in it first thing, which is fantastic to do every day. Um, This has that lemon component, but it has a few other ingredients also. And then um, in the middle of the morning, I have a two ounce shot of wheatgrass juice and and a green juice, which is, Um, based on a recipe that I learned at Hippocrates Health Institute when I became a health educator there. So it's, um, half of it is sprouts, sunflower sprouts and pea shoot greens. This makes up half the juice. The other half is a combination of celery, cucumber, I use kale, parsley, fresh ginger root again, and a little bit of lemon so that is and everything i use is organic and um, as fresh as possible so that's the mid-morning drink and then in the middle of the day i make um this very special i call it sweet sustenance so it's half i use harmless harvest organic coconut water it's really good coconut water with um, fresh raw living spirulina and a raw vegan sun warrior protein powder and so half is coconut water half is water and those other few ingredients and it is very sustaining it you know that the spirulina in and of itself is just gives you such a good Grounding and boost of energy—it's it's marvelous. And then in the middle of the afternoon again, I have another green juice and another two-ounce shot of wheatgrass. And then in the for dinner, I also make, which is still liquid. Um, I call it energy soup. So it's a blended half of it is green juice the same recipe that I just shared. And then I pack it with more leafy green vegetables and sprouts, a little onion, a little garlic, a pinch of cayenne, a little bit of avocado, and then um, some coconut aminos. And I blend that up. And that again is also pretty sustaining. So it's the kind of thing where you, you're not feeling hungry at all, but your body is getting a rest to just have this liquid pour through it and give you nourishment and good health. So that's my favorite favorite cleanse these days.
0: Oh, that sounds like a very uh, vitamin-rich one and also one that you'd probably want to be at home with all the kind of blenders and fresh juice making. Yeah,
1: well... I do, I do have totes, you know, a six pack. Oh, the other one is a, an amazing electrolyte. So I have a one bottle of electrolyte water, and. I prepare these for people. They come and pick up their little tote and nice. have their liquid nourishment day. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: And so how do people tend to respond um, to, you know, to having a full day of liquid nourishment? Like, what do, do people get a, the typical kind of detoxing symptoms where, you know, sometimes the light headache, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, feeling a little gurgly? Um, what is, yeah, how do how do people respond um, during the... Well,
1: um, on a if, if it's just for one day... Um, not too, you know, I'm, I don't hear too many responses of anything uncomfortable typically, maybe on a three to five day. I had a woman who went um, almost for 30 days because it is so nutritious and you're not missing out on any, you know, vitamins and minerals. So she sustained herself with her own juicing on the weekends. And, but yeah, so her, her system went through a little bit of cleansing and um, I, I support people to learn how to do more internal cleansing. So if they are doing a deeper cleanse protocol, they get the, you know, the best bang for their bucks, so to speak, Um, to have less of a, of nausea or that headachey stuff, you know, it helps um, to do what we call enemas and implants. So you actually are cleaning your body more thoroughly and putting back some with the, with a wheatgrass implant. So if you've lost any good bacteria from doing the enema, you replace it. So you, you keep that, great level of health going but you also help flush out the toxic waste and get a much much more thorough cleansing and can move forward and feel better
0: and what role does the um the like the enemas play i know that obviously that doesn't have to be part of a cleanse um but what role does the enema kind of um support in in somebody who's who's detoxing or doing a cleansing
1: So it, yeah, it just really helps to um, pull out with the help of what you're drinking, the fluids, it helps to really flush out old stuff. Our bodies collect, you know, it's amazing how many pounds of waste a person can have in their colon. And with the enemas, some people even go to get um, from a professional, a, a colonic, which goes even deeper um, higher up in the intestines. Um, yeah, I feel like that's an important piece in thorough cleansing to really, as I said, move, remove that old waste. but with that also comes emotions when we cleanse. We are cleansing our emotional bodies also, not just the physical, spiritual, mental. And it's amazing in the cells how much we hold on to emotionally. So, a detox with the enemas um, can really be so rewarding in letting go in so many ways.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it, it's funny, because um, I'm finishing up an eight day kitchery cleanse. Um, so if people aren't fami- familiar with kitchari, it's part of the sort of Ayurvedic world of um, of healthy eating. Uh, so a kitchari is basically jasmine rice, um, or basmati, and um, mung beans uh lots of green vegetables and you know a few spices basically to you know make everything and either ghee or coconut oil um so it's it's a cooked mono diet so you eat the same food all the time and I've been starting my day with with celery juice um and so that's that's been really really nourishing and I've been waking up looking forward to having this routine and you know I really previously coffee was that sort of morning ritual but now the the celery juice has been this kind of beautiful thing that I wake up and kind of get that blast. But I, I realized that I this time around doing this cleanse, I I didn't even try to give up coffee. I was like, there's just something inside of me that I wasn't quite ready to let go of the um that kind of mid-morning it's almost like a little antidepressant for me right now. It's like having that cup of coffee in the morning. And this cleanse was the first time that I ever comp- wouldn't give it up. I didn't even try to give it up. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm curious if you have any kind of thoughts or tips and tricks that you know, you might recommend. Um, I know you tend to kind of veer more with like the juicing and the, the raw food vegan. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I really I'd love your advice on anything that you have uh, any sage wisdom that you have around that.
1: Okay. Well, first I will say, and I'm sure you probably are aware of this and most people that coffee is extremely acidic and it also leaches calcium out of our bones. So it it isn't such a great choice of beverage, but we do, we do get addicted to that type of caffeinated drink. And so you might want to look at at that, you know, what, there are so many things that you could substitute for the drink, but also what's that emotional component. And there's something that I love to put into play that only takes a few minutes. Um, and it's, it's pretty well known these days, EFT, Emotional Frequency Tapping. So people can Google that and learn. um, There's a script that you say for yourself. And there are pressure points that you tap on your body that help stimulate and release stress and just help you release these emotions to come back to a a good harmony, a a good place of harmony within yourself, just as if you were going to an acupuncture doctor. Um, so you could, you know, part of your script might be, even though I, I drink coffee, I still love and accept myself completely and unconditionally. And you can, you can change the words of the script as you are moved to, but even just that could, could really help. Yeah. Or, or just closing your right nostril with your right thumb and your other fingers are straight up. They're serving as antenna to draw the energy in and you just do long, slow breathing through your left nostril only. And that is a good way also to calm down and breathe and let yourself just be without that other substance that is going to potentially hurt your body. And you don't really want that for yourself and need that. It's just maybe a smell thing and a taste thing, and you can, you can even... Feel like you are smelling that or having that or have one of those roasted grain beverages that smell pretty nice and aren't going to give you that false sense of energy, you know, or even um, breath of fire, which will give you energy. Um, there's so many ways, but the green drinks in the middle of the morning really stabilize your blood sugar. So you have a a more balanced and stable place to come from rather than that place of needing and craving something. And so I I do highly recommend that as a good choice of mid-morning and mid-afternoon, especially mid-afternoon. People tend to have a little bit more of a dip in energy and need something to pick them up.
0: So lean lean a little bit more towards the green juices, uh, the EFT tapping, um, either the the kind of closing the right nostril and breathing in through the left, or exper- experimenting with a little breath of fire instead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I need you to be there with me every morning. So when I'm having my coffee craving, you could give me some some positive reinforcements. (laughs) So um, I know on your website, you mentioned that you have a sprout room and you have like a really nice kitchen. Can you tell us like kind of what your at-home setup looks like? I can only imagine what that amazing sprout room must smell like when you walk into it.
1: Well... I love the sprout room. It's, it's really pretty because the walls are actually a very vibrant, almost, um, I, it's not really magenta, but it's, it's a shade of magenta. So it's like a pink, deep pink, rosy color. Beautiful. And with the greens in front of it, it's just, I think it's just beautiful. And, um, You know, I have big commercial stainless steel tables to work on where we do the planting and the cutting and lots of barrels, like I said, of seeds and barrels of soil that we use for planting that I... You
0: said barrels of seeds? Buckets. Buckets. Wow. so
1: Five-gallon buckets. Wow.
0: That's a lot, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fortunately, a dear friend drove down to Florida for some other reason, but he stopped at um, got Sprouts where I get my sprouting seeds from, so I didn't have to pay shipping because it, it's so expensive, you know. I believe
0: it, yeah. But I have
1: like six hundred pound bags of seed. You know, we we do grow a lot of sprouts. A lot of sprouts go into the juice, and the energy soups, and the salads. So it's a lot of sprouting. Yeah, but it's it's just beautiful, and it's so it feels so good to have all that greenery around and to be able to go in there. Um, Especially when I had the daycare, the kids would love to come and help and cut the sprouts and pull the little shells off if they weren't already off. So yeah. So the sprout room is pretty magical. And um, And my kitchen, Mm -hmm. um, I should just say that, There's an angel, there's a woman in this universe that is actually helping remodel my kitchen. She is a professional designer. And um, because having the daycare never allowed me time to really do much, you know, to take over a whole space. And um, so I'm very excited to be blessed to have a new kitchen. Hopefully. Very exciting. Be
0: yes, especially for but, somebody um, who loves to cook. Got to have a good kitchen.
1: <laughs> so I have, you know, my juicer and my backup juicer and <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah. And the food processor and the Vitamix. And I have a whole bunch of dehydrators. So that's to make you know, crunchy things and crackers and breads and pizza and lasagna, all raw. But it, you know, when I I tell people when you eat dehydrated food, try to drink more water on a given day because you're eating food that the water was taken out of. But I I feel like especially in New England when we have cold winters, it's nice to have food that has more of a texture and a, a little bit of weight to it. So you're not just eating... Leafy, sprouty things all the time. Yeah, and I I am a a big advocate of raw food um, because the enzymes are still intact, and that's like you know the, the battery, the juice. It it you know it powers your car, and those enzymes are what power you. And you're born with a certain amount of enzymes, but as you get stressed out or have a fever, you deplete your enzyme pool. And one of the only ways to get that back is by eating raw food. So think about that every time you heat your food over 105 degrees, you're destroying the enzymes. So...
0: So, can you tell us a little bit about um, what it means to? I know you kind of are saying that uh, anything over 105 degrees kills the enzyme. So, you know, there's sort of this uh, temperature range. So, you can you can dehydrate food, and that's considered raw vegan. Um, you can, I would assume, you can warm things very gently to yeah. the 105 degree. Um, yeah. So, what is, what does the rest of the middle range look like? Like, what are some of the foods that you eat that so people don't just think that you're snacking on carrot sticks all day?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I call them the side dishes because the mainstay it should be, in my mind, a sp- sprout meal with a little bit of like salad greens or raw veggies. But, um, you know, on my salad, there's a lot of components. I have a fermented piece like sauerkraut or kimchi i have um some fresh raw garlic chopped up and onion i have uh, i don't use dressing but i do put a tablespoon of either hemp or flax oil and i might sprinkle a little bit of chia seed um and i use a seaweed component I'll sprinkle some dulse or have a nori piece of nori or arame seaweed um, And then the side dishes could be a piece of pizza, which when I make it, people say, wow, that's amazing. I put a little dollop of pesto. It's like my little signature on this basic pizza recipe. And I make tacos. I'll either use a collard or a kale leaf or a pepper. um, And I make this... Taco meat, which is is just a walnut, um, a sprouted walnut, and seasoning like chili powder. You know, it makes it taste like Mexican food. And I make a raw red, be- red bell pepper salsa. And there's all of these things. I make all kinds of kale salads and seaweed salads and pates made out of soaked seeds. Um, I make. A hummus different ways I'll use the chickpeas but they're sprouted or I'll use sprouted lentils um, on an occasion I'll use soaked almonds but that's very rich and I I like it with the sprouts much better yeah and anyhow so,
0: yeah and so what is the the element of the the sprouted um beans and seeds and things like that that um give it that little extra blast Like what makes the sprouted chickpeas a little bit more enhanced than like your, your typical chickpea?
1: So in any nut or seed, if you think about like an acorn outside, there's the enzyme inhibitors. And when you add water and soak them, you release the enzyme inhibitor. So that brings the life force, just like an acorn will grow into a huge tree with the water component, so it'll have, it'll soak and then it'll sprout. Or it'll root into the ground and grow a tree. So that power, that force, is what you you will get if you soak your seeds and nuts. So you release that enzyme inhibitor. Otherwise, you're eating foods that are very dense and very difficult to digest. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you eat those beans and lentils that are sprouted, you are eating a food that is completely digestible and easy for your body to handle.
0: Mm, Yeah. So even
1: if you're cooking, even if you're cooking, I do advocate soaking beans and sprouts, uh, I'm sorry, beans and seeds um, and lentils and such before you cook them because it just, helps you to digest them even more.
0: And would you say um, soaking them for like three or four hours or overnight or um, like how?
1: Sure. Uh, For a minimum of four hours the soaking should happen. And that will enhance the digestion.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. We got hot tips right here. I love it. Making all that food a little bit more accessible and, you know, digestible and getting all those, you know, good nutrients. Because it's like, we might as well harness what we have and make the most of it, so... Yeah, you know. For sure. Sometimes I think about, you know, when when it really comes down to it, like, you know, I I always think of the analogy. It's like, you know, when you're talking about these sort of like energy peaks, it's like you can just see how surfers catch the crest of the wave and use the momentum to like propel themselves into different directions. It's like sometimes if you just catch things in the right momentum, these kind of forces and the way that are are Natural rhythms and cycles. If you catch them at the right momentum, you can kind of carry along with a force instead of working extra hard to kind of yeah. get to the same place.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful analogy. Yeah, so true. So we're
0: mm-hmm. just coming up to our our final few minutes. Um, well, one, how how can people find you? What's the best way if people are curious about your kind of world of juicing and sprouting and you know all the amazing kind of stuff that you bring to the Pioneer Valley? Um, how can people find you?
1: So the website is www.gracedbygreen.com. And we have a contact page. I also have an email that's amr at gracedbygreen.com.
0: Beautiful. And um, do you have any last words of wisdom that you would like to throw out into the universe?
1: Sure. One of my favorite analogies these days is to Ask people, you know, most people have a car. The car will break down. Have you ever seen a car mechanic or have you ever repaired your car while you are driving it, while it is going? No one has ever said yes. It doesn't happen. We don't repair the car when it's going. And we have to take that and use that analogy for our own humanness, our own physicality, our own spirit, and take time every day for maintenance to stop and replenish a handful of times every day. And also when things aren't going well, don't keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Ask the angels to help you and support you so that you can just stop and look at what's going, go in your heart and out of your head, you know, the heart gives you more knowledge and better answers and clarity than your brain will. And so when we're too busy, we can't access all of that goodness and wisdom. So I just encourage everybody to take a break, take a retreat, take time just go in the woods go to the ocean take a walk and relax and get in touch and love more deeply appreciate life appreciate what you have even when there's a challenge with your health I like to call it an opportunity you have you're having a health opportunity embrace it in a kind way and And it will serve you and then you can heal and serve humanity. Service is important in so many ways. And it not to take away from the importance of anything that we're going through or need to work on ourselves on, but to give to others and to be serviceful really gets us in a, in a, great place above all the the kind of muck and mire you know it just uplifts us and if we could all each day do a little something for someone else we would have a, a great great life
0: Oh well, thank you so much, Mar, for for coming on and, and sharing what you do, and you know all the great things that you're kind of offering and educating. Um, so, if if you are curious and you want to um, hear the the kind of full range of information. You can always go on to gracedbygreen.com. Or if you want to catch the rest of this interview, you can always go on to the Energy Matters podcast, um, anywhere you download your podcasts. And um, it's the little Starburst logo where you'll find the Energy Matters podcast. Um, So thank you so much for coming on the show. It was really, really amazing having you here. So be well, everyone.